Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. There's a lot of discussion around this story. It's politicians looking to leave pellets stuffed with um, the contraceptive pill out as part of, well, if you want to call it the war on seagulls. And Dublin councillor Keith Connolly is with us in the programme today. Keith, how big is this this issue? Good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's a big, big issue, um, particularly in the summer months when, when, when the herring goes braid in July and August. Um, so the issues are noise, of course, uh, nesting. Their feces are 10 times more dangerous than the dogs. We prepare litter in the city centre. And we have, of course, have instances where they've been attacking people in hosts and other areas. So it's a big, big issue. And it's only going to get worse, in my opinion. So we do need to look at something to, to, to stem this and to stop them spreading so quickly. The government have previously resisted calls, though, haven't they, for a, a full-on call in urban areas, just given the, the status as a protect, protected yeah. species? The irony, they're protected under, under the new directive, but there have been areas where it has been granted a derogation. So, for example, Balbriggan, where they've been described in the, in the recent derogation as a threat to public health and safety. And I'd actually pay tribute there to Tom Cardiff, who's done an awful lot of work in that area. So it's basically where, where they're out of control. There's very interesting research from uh, Bristol University lecturer, uh, Peter Rock, who's been studying goals for the last 40 years in Bristol. And he basically states that if they're, un- they're, they're now uncontrolled, they have an unlimited fuel supply, they have no natural predators, and they'll never actually return to the sea once they become inland. And he reckons that their, their population will skyrocket until they're understood and managed. And so if this obviously continues and this happens, we're, we're a serious issue in the city. Um, and it needs to be controlled and stem now. Stay with us, Keith, because um, Salvadore Donzi from Beshoff's uh, Bros and Hoth is with us. And of course, Salvadore, you're well known for the fish and ships there, but I believe you're having a huge problem with seagulls. Yeah, it, it is actually. Uh, to, to, to be honest, I'm not considering it as a, a huge problem, but it's a big issue that is becoming a problem now because... Uh, my, the point is that a lot of people, a lot of our customers, they are complaining with us and we are not guilty. Of course, we are not. But they are complaining because the seagulls, they are attaching them and they are stealing their food. Uh, after like a few minutes, they run away from the, 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 uh, to, to buy the fish and chips. So the issue is a lot of them, as the same way, they are feeding the seagulls. And of course, they are wild animals, and you know they have they have no they have no choice. Mm. If someone is feeding them, of course, they will yeah, they will tell the other seagulls, "Come here, there is someone who is feeding us," and that's like a chain. And the cha- if the, there must be something to break that chain because it's impossible now. It's starting to be, especially in summer when it's busy during the a, a sunny Saturday, a sunny Sunday. Uh, like between five or ten people, they are coming in, in the shop and say, please, can you refund us? Because because the seagulls, they steal our, the, the, our food. And they put our the company in, in, a, in, a, in a strange situation. Mm. So we have, we have no, we have no, we, I don't know what, what, what to do in this case. So the, it is, the issue is becoming a problem now. Yes. So people are actually coming in to you when the yeah. seagulls have come over and 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 whatever d- d- taken, I suppose they probably take the fish and chips off them, do they? With the t- yes, even with the box, I think 
even with a full box, they are the seagulls. They are really dangerous and they are heavy. If you, if you see some of them, they are like t- between 15 and, t- and 20 kilograms. Mm-hmm. And if they are touching someone, especially the kids, it, 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 it is a, it is a, it's starting to be a, a problem. Yeah. Yes. So people then go into you and they look for a refund. Uh, most of them, most of them. A <laughs> oh, lot of them. What do you say to them, uh, Salvadori? Uh, what should I say? In some cases, you know, see when when up when up customers, they are like they come with a, with a with a, a kind attitude and say, okay, I'll give you like an extra portion of chips or whatever. But I can't go on with this. The company can't. No, of course you can't. can't. Of course, it's 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 an issue. It's an yeah. issue. For, it's not only for us. It's I think it's an issue for all the all the, all the, the, the my neighborhood as well. Uh, one Fine Gael councillor, um, Avine Tormey, is looking for Dublin to follow the lead of Brussels, Keith, where they've, I think effectively, they've kind of dispensed contraceptive corn pellets to pigeons in an effort to try to reduce their growing population. And apparently this has been quite successful in reducing the pigeon population in areas of, uh, in parts of Belgium. Is that something that we should look at here in Dublin? Uh, what do you think, think, Keith? Keith, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. That can be a solution. Uh, one of the solution as well. One of the solution as well uh, can be like less expensive. Can be like to put um, an effort on the signs, like pick, uh, put, just put, uh, throw on the on the grass some signs uh, with the seagull uh, picture and say and advise aware. The, the the tourists as as well and tell them listen don't feed the seagulls can be very dangerous mm. that can be an idea okay for yeah that's certainly absolutely that's that, that's one measure um whether or not that'll work is i mean at this stage you'd wonder how, how people are still feeding the seagulls despite how many times many stations and shows have had this very conversation keith do you support avine tormy's call to look at the contraceptive pellets yeah, I believe any measure that will control their population should be examined in good detail. I've only briefly read that article this morning, I think, in The Sun. Um, I think it should definitely warrant an investigation. I do know that my own local authority, Dublin City Council, will be running a campaign next year in relation to people, encouraging people not to feed the seagulls and how the dangers of feeding them actually uh, exploits the problem an awful lot more. Should we find people who feed them? Find the feeders? It's, it's extreme. Look... We're struggling to find people about dog fouling and, and, and littering in the city. So I think it's very, very hard to catch people, you know. I think it, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get that route myself. I think we can manage ourselves. If we get derogation from minister in certain areas, we can remove the nests and eggs safely. Um, and if the contraceptive matter is examined and it works, I don't see why not. I think because otherwise we're going to have a big, big problem on our hands in a few years' time. Uh, Noel is on the line in Cork. Stay with us, Keith and uh, Salvadore. Noel, you are a bird surveyor. What's that your, is correct. Yeah, Good what, afternoon. How, how are, are you? you? What, what's your view on putting seagulls on the contraceptive? Well, the, the pill, effectively. Okay, look, I'm not uh, specifically familiar with, with, with the location and, and the extent of the problem, but it does come to mind instantly that it's a man-made problem, you know. And there is a long history of, of nature losing out and having no voice uh, and no representation in these, in these discussions and these debates uh, and of being the sole sort of sacrifice giver to solving the debates. Now, 
given that like we consider ourselves to be i suppose uh the most intellectual and emotionally intelligent animal on the planet uh, i would favor looking for a solution in which you know the the businesses there can thrive the people there can continue to enjoy the location and the seagulls can can maintain their population um which would mean really removing the foraging opportunity so can we stop people eating fish and chips outdoors there and and let it be done in a covered area you know so i would not be in favor of it without at least without knowing more about it and at least without knowing that whatever herring gulls are removed or whatever impact there is in the population then the population elsewhere in the country is is going to gain in some way. That has to be a part of it. I mean, herring gulls have declined by 90% in the last couple of decades. So the gentleman said there's a war on, on the gulls. Well, we are annihilating them, okay? Maybe not in that one area, but we are annihilating them. Well, it sounds so like it sounds like from view. from from listening to Salvador a, a few moments ago and hope that they're... I mean, they seem to be nearly annihilating business for you. It is. Like it's how many? Would you have any idea, Salvadori, how many customers yeah. you're talking about? This, uh, let's say around in a busy Saturday and Sunday, at least between five and ten customers a day. They are complaining. Not all of them, but I can physically see by my myself. Yesterday, for example, I saw a group of kids, uh, tourist tourist kids. They were feeding with chips. One by one, they were they were feeding. So I can't blame the seagulls themselves. It's it, we are guilty. The, mm, the, the, we're the, the people, problem. They are, yeah, yeah, they are feeding. How to stop? I, I can't go there and say, kids, you are not allowed to feed the seagulls because you know, if it's we are responsible of what we do. So if they if they start to feed the the, the seagulls, of course the seagulls the seagulls they will come again and again and again. Uh, what you How does the, the the point around the the pellets work? Do you know, Noel? Don't have any knowledge of it, I'm afraid, so I couldn't comment on that. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm just I'm just curious. Um, I, I mean, how how do you ensure, I suppose, that the seagulls don't overconsume? You know, the, these contraceptive pellets as they rolled this initiative out in in in, in Brussels. Uh, you know, and, and what's what is the the likely impact, I suppose, on the birds? I don't know, but I would make one comment. Uh, the councillor gentleman mentioned how um, fining people for feeding the birds is extreme. And I would just like to ask him what word would he use for trying to exterminate a population of birds already in serious decline by giving them contraceptive pills. I'm not sure what word more than extreme there is, but maybe there is one. Yeah, Keith, you're still there. I am indeed, yeah. Um, you- I, I'm doing straight on the ground. Uh, I represent uh, Finglas, Glasnevin and Ballymoon and I, I grew up in Finglas and seagulls were, you know, uh, once in a blue moon and when it was going to rain, the gulls would come in from the sea. Now they're there full time. I dealt with one lady this, this summer in particular, uh, quite an elderly lady um, and she had to move out of her house for three weeks because the gulls were, were breeding in her chimney and company wouldn't remove them because obviously directive they're protected species. So, this has become more and more of an issue. They're now there full-time mm. and they have no predators. They have unlimited food. You know, it absolutely is a man-made problem, but on the ground, again, we're dealing with these issues and it's not going away, unfortunately. And a lot of these studies, I think there was over 90,000 euros spent last year surveying gold in, in coastal regions. Yeah. My big issue is it doesn't include urban areas. 
like where those six or seven kilometres away from the sea, but actually goals are there constant now, and that never used to be the case. Um, and I need a, a master study, I suppose, including the urban areas of Dublin, to see where the problems are. Obviously, they're, they're leaving the, the seaside areas, coming in, inland, and they're staying there. And this is actually what Peter Rock in Bristol is saying. They will not leave the urban areas because they have no predators. They have unlimited food. People are feeding them. And they're going to stay there constantly and breed and breed and keep going and get okay. larger and larger. Vincent is with us as well. Uh, Vincent, you've been listening to this discussion. What's your view on it? Um, hi, um, I've uh, yes, I've been listening to it. It's, I think it's kind of uh, a crazy idea that we would try to eliminate goals when uh, the the problem really is that we've actually destroyed their food sources at sea. Uh, I've been taking boats around the world for over thirty years. Uh, I recently brought a boat from Ireland down to Croatia, um, which is a trip that I did 30 years ago as well. Mm. Um, when I did it that time, the sea was teeming with seabirds, with uh, whales, dolphins. And now this time when I went, there was nothing out there. Complete change. And that's all down to, to human behaviour, you say? Absolutely human behaviour. Uh, so, so, so now when we're getting pestered by a few birds doing what they naturally have to do, they have to feed to live, uh, we decide to uh, wipe them out. You know, it's interesting when you look at the text coming in on this, um, and Keith, you probably know this as well from, you know, from, from chatting to, to residents. Like, I don't know if it's just a few birds, Vincent, is it? Like, when you talk to residents that are absolutely pestered, can't sleep listening to this day in, day out, and there seems to be no solution for them. Well, yeah, I mean, the birds birds are very intelligent. Uh, they're inquisitive. They're, uh, they're very adaptable. Uh, when they can't source food in their natural environment, uh, obviously they will come ashore. Um, and I've seen myself, I've seen people feeding the gulls. They, they, uh, they throw chips and uh, whatever, crackers and things at them in order to get selfies, uh, in order to get little videos that they can share online. Uh, that's more the problem than the birds. I don't think bl- blaming the birds is 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 is, uh, is a good way to go here. Are you a fan of the idea um, of finding people who feed them? Uh, well, I'm I'm more a fan of trying to re uh, trying to correct the issues that are, are really causing the problem here. That uh, like life life on Earth is under extreme threat. Uh, because of what of of our actions, it's uh, perhaps the contraception should really be for the human population, not for the birds. Right, okay, uh, Keith. Just on a final point on the the idea of finding um, finding people who feed who feed seagulls. Look, I, I know normally I would think something like this is sort of half ridiculous, but like we find people who don't pick up after their dogs when they're out for a walk. So, is it any different to finding people who feed the seagulls? I don't think it would be, but I suppose to come back to the point, the enforcement of it, like Dublin City Council uh, in some years, in the last five years, haven't fined one person for dog fouling. So it's all well and good saying these things, but the reality of it, it's pretty hard to catch a person in the act. Um, it would require a change in bylaws. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but the enforcement is very, very difficult. No more than it is to enforce someone who, who drops it on the ground. Again, minimal fines throughout the year in, our, in, in the biggest city in the country. Like It's, it's very, very hard to enforce and manage it. Um, I, w- I said I wouldn't be against it, but it's, it's very, very hard to manage. 
Jerry has texted in to say a herring gull weighs between one to one and a half kilos, not the 15 to 20 that your guest previously stated. People should be aware um, be, to be careful of what you wish for if you eliminate the seagulls. They clean up all sorts of organic waste that people leave behind or throw away. What, what if the rats were to fill the void? Um, this is this has actually been quite dirty and irresponsible to blame the wild bird for simply being a wild bird, according to Jerry. Listen, Keith, um, Salvadore, Vincent and also Noel, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. If seagulls are a problem in your locality, let us know, 53106. And are you in favour of uh, putting seagulls basically on the contraceptive pill? These uh, contraceptive pellets like the, the, the initiative they ran in, um, in Brussels and apparently seem to work there, seems to have been a successful move. We will come back to this though a little bit later in the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about this story a little earlier. Some politicians looking to leave out pellets stuffed with contraceptive drugs as part of um, the, the a way, basically, or an initiative to try and deal with the seagull population and some of the issues that they're causing. But Paul is texting and he says, the poor birds haven't got the food at sea because the seas are overfished. It's a man-made problem. This listener, this is a, I think this is a sort of a bizarre suggestion, but anyway, this texter says, we were on holidays in Portugal and the hotel clearly had an issue with seagulls around the pool area. So they employed a bird handler with a bird of prey who would stand on the hotel roof and every so often he'd let his bird down to do a sort of a fly around the pool and back to him. Seemed to be quite effective. He wasn't there all the time obviously but the gulls clearly got the message. They didn't bother any of the hotel staff or uh, customers. And I just asked the the suggestion when we spoke to a local Dublin councillor who said he's not against this idea of the contraceptive pellets for the seagulls, um, about whether or not we can fine people who feed the birds. Because everybody's telling us it's it's our, this is a man-made problem. We, we are the issue. We've been feeding the birds. This is where there's a problem with them. But this texter in 53106 says, I had a flyer put in my letterbox last week telling people not to feed wild birds from the council. You can be fined up to €150 Euro if reported. So it seems that that is already the case. Tom is with us. Tom, what is your experience? So last summer, I was, I think I'd done an early shift here. I went in with Stevie Quinn and grabbed a quick bite to eat from one of the shops around, grabbed a sandwich and sat down, found a bench in Stephen's Green at lunchtime, which is fairly rare. I think it was one or half, twelve, one o'clock. And uh, tucked into my roll and got a wallop in the back of my head. Just like someone had come along and slapped me. So I turned around thinking, what in the name of God is going on here? And a second seagull appeared in front of me and swiped the roll out of my hands while I wasn't looking. Just completely, it was like bang bang. It was gone. It was like they had, they had this scheme and they'd perfected it because they teamed up. You're telling me, Tom. Bang bang, and it was gone. And the poor fella next to me was trying, like I could see the tears coming out of his eyes, trying not to laugh at me. I was sitting there, my mouth in my lap, like completely stunned. So you got a thump in the head and you lost the roll. Yeah, one of them a kamikaze dived me to the back of my head, <laughs> got me to turn around. Like distracted and yeah. there with their goals my role, it was gone. And then it was like a cloud of wings and legs to try and fight over what was left of it. And you weren't feeding the birds now? No. I was trying to feed myself. Yeah. Was it so or were you hurt? No, it was it was just as if someone had come along and given me like like a, a thump in the back of the head. You thought you were being attacked. Well you, you were. Like. <laughs> it was. It wasn't uh, no, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like a massive wallop. It was just kind of enough to get me to turn around and the, the other one swiped the roll off you. Yeah. 
tag teams me. Unbelievable. So, if, I, I mean, I did feed the birds, just not... Not by... Not well, by yeah, you shouldn't be fined the €150 Euro anyway for the, the loss of the role. Roz is on the line in Waterford. Um, Roz, you don't see an issue with seagulls. Well, I can understand what everybody's saying about the seagulls. And yes, that does happen. But then the other side of the coin is every creature has to be fed. Everybody's hungry. They have to feed their offspring. And like where bird, well, we'd say crows, birds. I know seagulls are mainly in the sea, but they do feed off land. But I mean, the natural habitat, like when we were growing up, you never saw any of this. The birds had habitat and they fed off it. But now what's happening is where they normally fed is now a Tesco, a Lidl or an Aldi. So it's part of a man-made problem as well. So what do we do, though, to address it? Because there's loads of stories. Like you heard Tom there a few moments ago when like, I was speaking to, to Bashoff Bros and Hoth, you know, the, the fish and chip shop a little earlier in the show today. And like they say that there's about five customers a day will come in and report that their food, they're, basically their fish and chips has been stolen or they can't eat it because of the birds. Oh, I know. I like. I can agree with that. I've seen it happen firsthand myself, and that side of it has got a lot of coverage. But you see, and we can all relate to it. But there is the other side. Like seagulls, birds, they have to eat, they have to drink, they have to be fed. And I mean, I think a lot of people would agree that years ago we didn't have this as much because they had their own natural habitat. Mm. I mean, I personally, <laughs> your ones would hate me, I feed the seagulls every oh, day in the Oh, you don't, Roz. Roz. <laughs> I do, in my garden, because nobody else does. I know, but they're hungry. Like, where do they get it? We are, they, are, they not around your, are they not constantly then pestering you around the house? Not really. I find I feed them in the morning before I go to work. They come out of nowhere. They actually share the food with the crows. I know I must sound like some mad bird woman, but I'm not. But they actually, you know, they eat it and they go off. And when I'm coming home, sometimes in the evening, I can see the crows up on the, you know, the electric wires and they're looking down at you. But when you actually watch them, they actually let the little birds eat as well sometimes, which I am stunned at. I would have never thought that. You know, like, I'm not some mad bird woman, but I just feel, where do they get food? They have to eat. You take pity. You know, it. and... What about the neighbours, Roz? Have you neighbours? Like, how? what do they feel about this? Yeah, I'm an end house. <laughs> my neighbor, well, you see, I feed them at the inside of my house, so it's not really affecting those... You know, yeah. they, it's like they haven't said anything. But it's just, you know, I can understand what you're saying. But like, it's still, it's a living creature. It has to eat. You know, and whatever you say, humans are at fault. Because, you know, as I said to you a couple of times, we never had this problem years ago. Mm. And like humans have taken their habitat and everything in nature needs to eat. The idea of um, giving them pellets stuffed with contraceptive drugs to sort of control um, well the, any future, the numbers of seagulls that we'll have into the future, Roz, I, I take it then you're totally against that. I can see the point I can see, I like to see two sides of everything. I can see the point of it, yes, but I don't know I'm 50-50 on it I can see it and I can see why it would have to be done, yes I can see that but 
I just kind of, I suppose I'm just more interested in that, you know, every living creature can feed off something. Right. Do you know what I mean? And here I and am talking go- about, uh, asking the question earlier today about fining people. <laughs> Whether, wh- oh God, I'd be, I'd be definitely fine. I know, yeah. But I mean, if, like Andrea, if you're putting the food in your own garden, like, do you know what I mean? But you're more it's and more like- of them are going to come, Roz. The, the more food you put out, the more of them that'll arrive. But do you believe this? I'd say I'm feeding them now about two years. Oh, stop. Easily two years, I'd say, I'm yeah. feeding them. And I have to be honest, I don't have a problem. And I remember a woman years ago down Galway's Hill from when I was a child. She used to feed a seagull every day. And this seagull used to actually walk on the wall beside her going uptown. Mrs. Spencer was her name. I always remember being fascinated as a child. Yeah. So... I don't know. They're actually very intelligent, I would say. Right. I, 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 we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to agree to disagree on this. But anyway, Caroline is on the line as well. Caroline, are you in favour of um, seagulls and the contraceptive pill? No, I'm not in favour of the contraceptive pill, pill for seagulls, but I wouldn't be objecting to it being put in the fast food for the human. Right. Yes, because at the end of the day, there's a, there's a golden rule. You don't interfere with nature. You don't feed nature because they have a natural instinct to eat, to find food, to source food and to get it for themselves, right? Okay. Once you interfere, you get involved in the chain and then the chain is broken. And then they say, well, you know, this is, I, this is easy. I go to the cinema in Galway City and beside the cinema is a McDonald's. And there's loads of seagulls outside McDonald's. It's the fast food chains that are causing all this. Fast food chains are causing people not to be able to cook anymore and they're causing seagulls to hang around the chip shop. Well, so mo- we really mo- need to look at our the, own behaviour. Yeah, most of the people will tell you that the reason they're hanging around the likes of the, um, uh, the, the, the chippers effectively or restaurants, it's because the people are outside feeding them. They have the food and they're standing outside and they're feeding the birds and that's why the birds are there uh, on, a, on a regular basis. Um, this texture is wondering, is there any common sense anymore regarding seagulls zooming down for food? I disagree with the extermination of wildlife. The crows eat all my apples, but I just have to accept it. Can the people concerned not stay inside the cafe or have a sign erected to inform them? Next, we'll have to get rid of the cats and dogs, suggests this texter. Tom, Roz, Caroline, thanks a million for joining us here on the programme today. Uh, we'll come back to this a little bit later in the show. We're also, though, going to be talking to healthcare workers. They're fed up waiting for their pandemic bonus. Are you waiting on yours? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.